I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to Well, just like Jesus told us to eat the body of Christ, our guest today works on the body of Christ, our very own temples. He's our personal trainer who's so God-honoring. It's my pleasure to introduce Two Jeans Bolero. Welcome to the program. How you feeling today, Two Jeans? Oh my gosh, I feel great as always. I feel blessed. <laughs> I feel uh, a positive. Uh, I wish I could work on the body of Christ, <laughs> but I'm just working on all of ours and uh, and anybody else who's uh, who's willing to uh, you know take a walk with me, yeah. you know what I mean, or a run or a sprint or yeah something along those lines. Well, yeah. it's really nice to have you on two jeans. Uh, and before we get into the whole sort of Bible based training that you sure. offer, I'd, yeah. I'd want to ask you about, the, about your first name. Is it two jeans? As in, yeah, yeah, a T T U oh, T U. Like, okay, yeah, like um, a mix of a Thai name and a, and a pair of um, denim. Oh, okay, pants. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an adopted boy. I took on the name uh, from my adopted parents, and uh, and and I really rolled with it because I, uh, uh, I'm not Thai, but my, uh, I guess my my parents thought I was, oh, uh, wow. and didn't bother asking or, or checking anything out about my past, which is fine, you okay, know, because you are something, are, right? You know? uh, are you something? Yeah. yeah, yeah have you yeah. done twenty three and Me? Do you know what you got in um, there? I, I I I um I have okay. um I have the Lord in me. Okay, <laughs> okay that's what we like. Yeah. And so yeah. okay, so yeah. and I'm assuming yeah, two was the tie pot and jean jeans was the, the, the jean was just a, a yeah that's just the the, the kind of denims that my parents. Oh, uh, I see. Wore. Oh, it's oh, actually spills all the Got time. It. All the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually in an overall short. Oh, I see. Usually in an overall short. Uh, I love both an overall. Uh, just always. I love an overall um, short. So it's neat because so you they stay dress- nice and cool, but you get full coverage of the main body area. I'll tell you, my dad used to sweat right there in the middle of the chest right. uh, yeah. b- because uh, he'd wear them both up, you know, and the, you know, there was a time uh, in, in popular culture where you'd wear one down. He never did it. He always wore oh. them up and uh, he'd get a line right across uh, where that pocket would be. Uh-huh. And did they dress you like that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. They, uh, they, they kept me uh, pretty close to my name. They uh, uh, always had me wear a tie flag uh, to the point where I was like, eh, I don't know, guys, we should rethink this. But hey, you know what? I got three square meals a day, went to school, and uh, I, I had a good life. So, hey, I can't. Oh, and I think it's unique that you don't wear a lot of athleisure, where you, that you always have denim pants on, even when you're running. I see you sprinting on the track and lifting weights in jeans. I think it's cool. Yeah, I, and I don't even wear the short. I, I wear a full jean, um, uh, usually boot cut, uh, just because they're cheap now. 
because uh, uh, nobody wears boot cut nowadays, so they're cheaper. Uh, and then I have some room for my calves. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, and and you have great calves. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do want to get into the training thing because what you're doing here is offering Bible-based training. Sure. And as someone you know who is really into fitness, uh, do a lot of CrossFit, obviously. Obviously, yeah. You look fit. You look fit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, right now. I'm just kind of on a six-week lat package that I'm I'm working on, just oh, blowing wow. out these lats. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For, for spring. Yeah, you're ready to but fly what, away over here. <laughs> you're an angel. Aww. But I do want to ask, what is Bible-based training, and how did you come up with that? It's training based off of the greatest book of all time. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we we use it to um, to focus in on our lives. Why not let it focus in on our fitness? Okay. You know, uh, people are looking for motivation, and the biggest motivator is the Bible itself. So why not? You know, look within the pages, look within the words yes. and, uh, and find some workouts in there. And it's easy. Awesome. I mean, for, for a man who walked on water yep. and, um, and had his feet washed mm-hmm. and was able to, uh, you know, make meals, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, out of two fish into 50 fish uh-huh. or whatever, yep. you know, like, uh, for, for someone to do that, why not use him as our, you know, our motivation and our encouragement to get there. Are we going to be able to walk on water? Who knows? But if you can get light enough, maybe you could. That's you know? Well, and, and if you I, go I fast do want to. And I want to point out that was uh, I saw you and a group of uh, folks out by the retention pond yesterday. Is, is that yeah. the drill you were doing? Is actually sprinting into the uh, sprinting out across we, we, water yeah. as fast? It's as called uh, it's called uh, sprinting the seas. Okay. Uh, we we do it every uh, three months, and and I do it. I do it with the people I train because that Bible based fitness means that you go along with. Uh, the people that you're training with. It's and it's me and twelve others. I use, I only train in twelve. Um, so there's uh, twelve and myself and um and one of them usually bails, uh, which is fine. Uh, I say one can bail halfway through. Just don't talk garbage on Yelp about me, and they usually do. But whatever, it, it rolls, you know, and it makes yeah. sense. So I'm like, okay, well, no. yeah. Um, everybody goes out there, and every you know three months we do the you know sprint to the sea, uh, and we try to get as far as we can before we uh, go right there in the water. So far, I've done three steps. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's three a, steps in. And uh, are you doing that in the bootcut jeans as well? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Always in the bootcut. Uh, always in the bootcut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get a little waterlogged after that workout, but it's good. It's like wearing a weighted vest, but it's just from the waist down. So uh, I, I usually do the rest of my workout that way. It's usually weighted pull-ups or something like that Ooh. afterwards, so I can really use the, the waterlogged denim. You know, to my advantage. Well, two jeans, I do have to apologize to you because I was embarrassed that I was the one that bailed on your um, uh, dust kicking workshop when you held that master class based on the, the the verse in the New Testament where Jesus kicked the dust of Nazareth off his feet and moved on. Uh, most of that entire workout was backwards kicking, kind of like donkey kicks. And yeah, uh, after, yeah. yeah, I bit it too many times, falling forward. And I was the 12th one that bailed that day. And I hey. do apologize. Well, you don't need to apologize. What you need to do is just come back when you're ready. And maybe we'll try it again. You know, because the main issue that people have with those kind of donkey kicks or, you know, um, uh, kicking up the dust is that they don't keep their their shoulders engaged. Uh, They feel like they can actually not engage your shoulders and then bend their elbows and then you just have more dust in the face right. um and then uh yeah it gets scary but uh you know if you start with the warm-ups where you're just you know um kicking just some light dust and just kind of moving the ground along and you can feel that gravel it's good you know and, and later in that workout you missed it but uh you know we started pushing some rocks around oh. um you know we usually um we usually do uh 
we jump over a burning bush. That's cool. And, uh, that's, and that's cool. usually pretty fun. Uh, I try to still make it fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I saw you all rolling a sizable boulder uh, the other day, yeah. and that was really impressive. Yeah. The crazy thing was trying to get that, um, you know, in we, we had to get that that boulder in front of a hole of a cave uh-huh. um, and then everybody had to get inside of it and then we had to get out of there. So it, it, it gets a little scary in a way because it's like, oh, if we're a little too tired or we didn't conserve our energy correctly, we we could get stuck. I mean, speaking <laughs> of Thailand, it kind of reminds me of those, that soccer team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure does. Brutal. Thank goodness they did okay. Yeah. Right? Somebody saved them. I think it was a white man in a movie. Yeah, that's how it goes. And it yeah. was so inspiring. Oh, I thought it was Elon Musk saved them. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, probably. Yeah. You're, you're one million spaceship. percent right, But yeah. two genes, I wanted to tell you, I thought you'd be tickled to know that um, it was my husband, Lance Labonte, who caught on fire in the burning bush workout. But I went down to Dick's Sports. I got him some flame retardant athletic wear for the next one. You'll be glad to know. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. He um he went on a full sprint after that, and I was like, nope. That's we, you know, even though we do a Bible workout, it's still the, yeah. you know, you still have to use the technique of a farm. That's right. Uh, you still need to stop, drop, That's and right. roll, and you know, and uh, and and let it yeah. go. Um, so that was a little on him, but yeah. hey, you know what? You sign a waiver, uh, when you when you sign up, and uh, you know, I'm not trying to get in, you know, in you into anything dangerous, but I'll be honest, um. In the Bible, there's a lot of dangerous stuff. That's right. Oh, right. Yeah. You have to face some real adversity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and and it, it should happen in your workout. If, if there's a moment in a workout where you fear for your life, I think you're in a good place. That's right. You're doing it. And people fear for their lives in the Bible all the time, all didn't the time. they? All that time. I mean, that's the whole Bible, right? Yeah. It's like you might get killed by your own brother. Yeah, that's right. Or your father. Or <laughs> like your Jesus father. Did. You know, I did want to circle back to uh, the, and, and sorry, just curious about the whole adoption thing. How oh. old were you when you were adopted? I was uh, 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. So pretty yeah. old. Yeah. And did you speak English? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Full English. It, it was funny, though. My adopted parents, they uh, they spoke to me in Thai. Oh. So I had to learn Thai. To speak to my parents, just to tell them I don't speak Thai. Oh, wow! Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah, they're from Florida. Oh, and how did they end up finding? Were you living in Florida at the time? I was living at Florida at the time. I was working at Universal Studios as one of the minions. I love the minions. And they had just come. They them. had just come to to check out Universal Studios. I guess I believe so. See, the thing is, is when you're 13 years old and you're, uh, you know, and I was. I was in and out of uh, foster care, but you know, ultimately found a, a good place uh, with a, a bunch of people who thought it was a good idea for me to work at a young age. Oh, okay. And uh, at around eight or nine, I was the right height to be uh, a minion. So I went along, and and I was a minion for a good, you know, five years there, and you That's know, made cool. pretty good money. Yeah. Um, but then I realized, hey, I need a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so the Boleros were just, they were visiting on a vacation and and were luckily able to pull you out of that situation, which I love. What a great yeah, what a yeah. great story. And then, you know, they taught me all about Christ and, uh, you know, taught me all oh, about the church. Goodness. And I was like, wow, you know, I might not be Thai, but I like what you're awesome. bringing and tying into my life. That is so good. <laughs> oh, that is a yeah. good one. Yeah. I like pad thai. Now, you mentioned the dangers that are all over the Bible. I think the biggest one is the devil. And I was wondering, do you ever hear the devil whispering in your ear while you're trying to have a Christ-centered workout? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the devil jumps in to a workout every single time because the devil is the one that's telling you, stop. You're getting too strong. You're going to be weak. You're always going to stay weak. Stay weak. Stay weak. You're tired. And you know what? People go, yeah, I'm going to listen to the devil. And that's when you're, that's when you need to be the strongest. Yeah. 
is to really push past the devil. Um, we do a thing called devil presses where it's um, taking two barbells or two dumbbells, uh, doing like a push up and then uh, swinging them up over your head. Those are called devil presses. They're uh, real if you want to Google them. Um, and, uh, and, and they're really tough after a while. And it's like, it really does feel like if um, the devil is coming after you or you feel like the devil's gotten you tired, I usually have people do some devil presses so they can feel the weight awesome. of what the devil is doing. To them. Uh, I think that is great. And they are real, Hallie. Uh, you wouldn't know, but uh, yeah, that is a that is a workout term that, um, yeah. that we use. It's almost like a burpee with dumbbells. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. I, I yeah, of course. You know, is there is there anything um, about the minions? I've always just kind of been a bit side eye about the minions because it kind they do kind of feel like were the minions kind of uh, modeled after Satan or something because they always just seem like they're up to no good and kind of tricksters. And I, I guess I've never really I don't even really know what they are, but they seem a bit they seem a bit like that. Sure, yeah, they're they're um they're little yellow pills. Okay, basically they. They look like a pill, but they're uh, they're yellow. So uh, I'm sure there's some pills out there that are yellow, but I don't take any supplements. Oh, really? That's the one thing about the workouts is you just eat more fish. Okay. Anyways, awesome. yeah. But uh, so these yellow pill type people, some of them have two eyes, some of them have one. Oh, really? Uh, but they're ultimately uh, there to um, follow. I guess a super villain initially. Oh. Um, so yes, is there some demonic? basis to them sure if you think about their history they have a little bit of this oh we do whatever this super villain wants us to do but then you realize that they're based out of love oh really and i think that's the thing that i you know connected with obviously at the time being eight years old to you know 13 years old and, and being there i, I kind of liked being a bad guy oh, i see my oh. parents um hadn't um rescued me yet so looking back would i do it now <sighs> I, I think I'm too tall. I think I've since I was 13. I think I grew a good two inches, you know, because I am. Uh, it's, it's 20 years later. And I and and I I guess that explains because I I saw you drive it in in your truck, and I and I was kind of like, oh, that's an interesting bumper sticker because it's Calvin. It's I guess that little Calvin character. Sure. He's holding a Bible, but he's peeing on a minion. Yeah, yeah. Because ultimately, it's like that was the past. I see. And you have to like, you know. Uh, leave the past behind and almost feel like your past is not as good as your future is going to mm. be. So piss on it, you know, and, and um, I, I was trying to get this one where it was like Clifford pooping on yeah. uh, a minion, yeah. but uh, they don't make, that would have to be a custom situation. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. But they had a lot of these. They had a lot of the Calvin Bible ones uh, peeing on various things. And I just had to find the minion one and just kind of, um, you know, do it myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had to find a minion decal. Super okay. easy. I had to find uh, the Calvin with the Bible pissing uh, decal even easier and uh, got those two together. Um, went to uh, Print Effects. It's a place where you can get decals, uh, vinyl decals made. Uh, went to Print Effects. Uh, right there in, uh, I think it was in Columbus. I had to go down to oh, Columbus. You had to drive all the way to Ohio. Or... Well, yeah. You know, there's not that many people who do really, I try to do, you know, decals myself or cut the vinyl, but it's really hard if you just have an exacto knife and not like a machine. Right. So, And I haven't seen a Suzuki sidekick like years and years. To be honest, I got a, um, I, I wanted an SUV, but I wanted it to look like I was the same size as everybody else driving their yes. SUVs. 
So I had to yeah, get that one. Yeah, works. And they they don't make a Suzu Amigos anymore. Oh, really? Wow, that's so okay. I was like, wow, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm a, so I'm not going to get one of those. So I, I got a Suzuki Sidekick. Uh, it's a it's a '96. Uh, so it's still holding up. It's that you know it's a. I don't think I think it was a, originally an aqua blue. Now that it looks like a sky blue with the, you know sun damage and whatnot. Right. And are those street legal? Um, the lights underneath. Uh, no. Well, two jeans. Forgive me if this is too personal a question, but the natural shape of my body is kind of like well, I don't know if they're in vogue anymore. But those M M&M and M characters with the sort of spherical planet-shaped body and two little spindly legs. Well, they're not in vogue out. anymore, Hallie, because apparently they're all gay. They're gay. Yeah. Well, I've always been shaped like one that that one M M&M and M who wears the heels, and I, I, forgive me if this is too personal a question, but I've had three breast reductions. They keep coming back, Kelly. and with a sizable chest like this, I'm just always going to look real round. How can I get my the shape of my body to look more athletic? Wow, uh, that that's not too personal of a question. That's a that's a great question oh, to ask. You. Uh, uh, you can almost. Never get too personal when you're thinking about personal training. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, when it comes to your specific body and 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 that kind of M M&M and M shape, uh, I believe you you mean the green M M&M. and yep. M. Um, and, you know it, it it's really hard to not look at other, let's say, candies. Yeah. And want that candy body. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, red vine. Yeah. I, or, I was gonna say um, a Twizzler. I'd kill Twizzler. to be a Twizzler shape. Sure. Sure. But your body is your body. Well, you need to accept it. And guess what? Candy is delicious. Yeah. So and and, and you know what? M and M's are kind of my favorite. M and M's are fantastic. So be an M M&M and M for now. But also, you might want to focus in on your diet because mainly when people are talking about, oh, I want to spot reduce, yeah. it's usually a diet situation. Ah. Now, um, you getting a breast reduction, but they keep coming back yeah. is um, maybe something you need to talk to a doctor about oh. because those that could possibly not be. Um, your breasts, and it's something else that keeps growing back on your body. I'm not a doctor. I've never wanted to be one. Well, I'm going to be honest. You sound like one. I like it. And I do need to look at uh, putting a few more greens in my diet. My problem is I love the white foods. I do the fettuccine Alfredo, the English muffins, the sourdough toasts, the breadsticks. I love it all. I really do. Uh, you know, hey, I'll, Jesus, I'll even... Jesus survived on some carbs. No? You know, it was main, it was two things. It was bread and fish. That's right. Okay. Bread and fish. Bread and fish. So I'll so add if in you, some fish. If you can focus some bread and fish, okay. God, you'll be in a good place. Okay. I love fish and chips. You'll be in a great place. I love place. a basket of fish and chips. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. types and just our abilities because you, you God gives us certain abilities, doesn't he? And I think one of the abilities that obviously he gave me, he obviously gave you uh, sure. these high performance athletic maneuvers. I did want to circle back to the cross lift that I've seen a lot of people doing, which seems like a full Olympic lift with a sizable uh, cross. Oh, yeah. And and have you had people, any injuries there, are people not quite being able to do it? Because that appears to be a, a few hundred pounds at least. Sure. Well, I mean, there's various weights to the crosses. Uh, there, I have a whole stack of different crosses of different um, levels for people. Usually I try to get people started on the PVC pipe 
version of the uh, the cross, just so they can get used to the movement, get it over their head, be able to get into a full squat before they get it all the way up over their head, and then back onto their shoulders, right? Because event- eventually, it is a shoulder carry. Oh, I see. And um, it, when you do the cross lift, you lift it up over your head, it lands onto your shoulders, and then you go for a um, walk. And as you go for a walk, uh, the other 12 of you will be throwing tomatoes and uh, and various other fruits at you. And it is your job, and I call it out, for you to fall three times. Oh. And you need to be able to fall with that weight on your back and still get up again three times. So, <sighs> you know, it, does it take some time to get there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they, you know, and and we like to deal with um, with that kind of weight lighter at first because um, more than the weight, the shame yep. is what usually gets people really falling down, getting the tomatoes thrown okay. at them, and, uh, the various uh, vegetables. Uh, usually, it's vegetables that we are encouraging you to eventually eat, but at this point, we understand that you know they feel like they're the enemy. Yep. Yeah. Um, so maybe it is best for us to go ahead and throw them at you. You fall a few times. And then as you get up next time you go through that, you know, we got like a, a 10 pounder. Uh, we got a, a 25 pound one. We have a 45 pound one. And then, um, we start stacking the plates. Oh, and what are the, oh, what are the plates made of? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's bumper plates that are uh, hung on nails, oh, uh, going the other oh, way. So they're not into your hands. They're into, uh, they're on the other side of the crosses. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're bumper plates so that, you know, we're not going to break the weights or break the cross when it drops or it. if you drop the cross yeah. or whatnot, but you know, we put on like 10 pounds there, uh, 25 or 45, you know, a full plate on there. Um, and we can stack it up. I mean, you know, I'm walking around. Honestly, I like to walk around with like a good, you know, 225 on these wow, walks. Wow, it's fantastic! Wow. Um, yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, getting back up after the uh, after the falls really tough, but you know, I, I try to push through. Um, and also, you know, uh, if I need some encouragement, I usually open my mouth to catch some of the tomatoes. That I, that's fantastic. I actually went to uh, Manifest CrossFit for a little while, and oh. that was something that always would break people is, you know, you would n- not be able to finish the water, whatever, and they would call you the P word or, you know, shout the P word at you. Sure. Um, and, um, you know, I, that just people couldn't handle it. What What is the P word? Oh, po- uh, poser. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, pretender. Yeah, yeah well, uh, yeah, we don't we, we don't use that word. Yeah, poser or pretender, because uh, I mean, honestly, we all are um, to you know who we look up to. So we're trying to be like them. So are we? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. We're we're trying to be like Jesus. So if that makes me a hypocrite, so be it. I'm trying to be like him. Now, uh, I don't. I'm not questioning your authority to to genes, not at all. But I did just want to check in about the Jacob's ladder. When Jacob wrestled the angel, um, you've crafted a wrestling workout. I, I understand it's for men only and whatnot because it wouldn't be appropriate for a gal and a guy to be uh, wriggling around on the floor like that. But sometimes when I watch these fellas really uh, go into town in, in these wrestling positions, I wonder, how do you prevent them from having any ideas about, well, this is what it feels like to be in the arms of a fella. Uh, maybe I'm going to use this wrestle time to explore a gentleman's body. How do you keep it from being a gay way exercise? I'm not going to lie to you. It happens. Oh, it happens. Oh no. Uh, just because we're, you know, we're, we're in this world today 
we have to deal with it every mm-hmm. once in a and while. And it's just the culture, isn't it? Yeah. People want to wrestle for longer. And I'm like, you can't want to do this for yes. this long now. And they Sick. do. And, um, you know, at those moments, uh, you know, you have to take a step back and realize that everybody's still learning. Yeah. Everybody's still trying to be excited about working out. And, and all I can do in that moment is go, hey, let's keep this about fitness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and that's what I try to do. Now, have I seen two of those gentlemen kiss before? Sure. Oh, no. It grieves the heart of God. Have they come back? Yeah. Mm. Are they strong? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but I know who it is. Real strong yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real strong guys, but hey, you know, uh, we'll we'll see, you know, because they'll, you know, they'll 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 also be, you know, the ones that are also walking the furthest or sprinting the furthest on the water. Really? They're also the guys who are who are able to carry the heaviest weight. So if they are encouraging mm-hmm. the other people at this point, I'm like, let us not be the ones to judge. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I know. And only God knows a man's heart. But I'll tell you, when I look at that kind of wrestling, I think it's a lot of touching. It's a lot of touching and touching all over the place. An ankle, a neck, an ear, a a wrist, a a hip bone. And, And I just think, you know what? I've been married to my husband, Lance Labonte, for decades, and I think I don't think we've touched that much if you've added up two sure, decades sure. worth of touching. I hear you. I'll be honest. Uh, a man's hip bone is whew, soft. Is that right? You'd think it'd be hard. You'd think it'd be hard with all the workouts, but it's like that's a, that's a little tenderoni place. <laughs> really? <sighs> well, are you married? I mean, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm. Uh, perfectly happy, perfectly single, <laughs> and uh, and and my my folks are still in the same house as me, or I'm in the same oh, wow. house as my my parents, and uh, you know, and we we praise the Lord together, and uh, you know, and I go off and uh, do my own thing. It's funny. Uh, I live in the basement, and uh, the uh, the ceiling of the basement is only eight feet. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah, which for some people is like low, but I'm like, wow, eight feet. That gives me enough room to do some overhead presses. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, because I'm again a solid four ten. Eugene's bolero was played by Eugene Cordero. Go check out his great work on Marvel's Loki and follow him at Huge Cordero. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte and Gray Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>